Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. If you listen to me, I will tell you. There's a studio where she's going to sing, and it's going to be across the hallway. <laughs> hallway. 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 I isolated. He, he's so angry about, like, when she's fighting with, uh, with him, and it is just, she's like, I swear that's it! I can I mean, not believe it! <laughs> And then I don't know if this happened to you, but then when I was watching this on Discovery, I started hearing music and suddenly I heard my time sharp hands. And who knew it, y'all? You sensation. Sing, my angel Libby, my angel Libby, (laughs) sing for me. Oh, the Phantom of Tampa is here. No, <laughs> Andre's or Libby's disco- discovered she's a singer, and I finally we've gone somewhere with this storyline. Finally. finally, we're out of well, we're out of not, it. Not only not only is Libby a singer now, but there is a rift in the family. I can't believe this. Charlie has been excluded from his uh, from the family business, I know. and you the sisters don't want to see him. You're jumping into this soon. Speaking of Andre and Libby, we got to talk sorry, about. I'm trying to raw dog everybody. Yo, this is Reality Gaze part H E A. Hi, season hey. seven, episode one, part two. This is called. This episode is called. Suddenly, everything changed. I don't think we said that on the first. Show. We didn't. Doesn't matter. But that's what it's called now. You got it. Hey, y'all. For Poodle's going to talk about some live show stuff, but before we jump into that, we're going to start doing this kind of just in the first season to remind people what this is about more in detail. I want to talk about our Patreon setup. So if you're new to this, you don't want to listen to it, 
fast forward fast a couple of forward. minutes. We don't but care. If you, but if you want to know what this is, um, basically, y'all, we have Patreon and we have Supercast. Those are two different platforms that are basically the same thing. It's for people that want to get premium content um, that we don't offer on the free feed. And so, and what boy, that is, do we have some premium. We have some premium. So premium we basically D. have premium D. We have three tiers on the one's $5, one's eight, and one's 15. On the $5 tier, that's where you get our, we call it classless, but our classic episodes of 90 Day Fiance. We're on season three of Happily Ever After now. So right? ironically, we're on the season where the first season of uh, Libby and Andre's Happily Ever After, right? Yes, we are. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one we're on. We didn't have a class list last week, y'all, because I was traveling and we put out Selling the OC. We so gave you eight episodes of Selling the OC. Yeah, you know, yeah, we gave you that. But that also, so you get classless, but also any of our Netflix binges, Love is Blind, Selling Sunset, Selling the OC, what's uh, The Unimagined, what's that? I never remember their net, that show's the, name. <laughs> the Ultimatum. <laughs> ultimatum. The Ultimato. Um, <laughs> the Sexy Beasts. Never, yes, never, never. We always forget that one. We want it should to. be forgotten. Should uh, be forgotten. But any of the Netflix binges that we decided to do uh, are are always uh, on that tier. Bling Empire. Yes, and Bling and our you get you, you guys you get our by curious, uh, our monthly by curious of it, we don't cover we don't cover shows and I choose kind of three shows that are in the zeitgeist and you guys vote on it on up in Patreon and decide. This is the one we want to see. In the past, we've done things like we've done Indian matchmaking. We've done Married at First Sight. We've done Married at First Sight Australia. We've done all kinds of shit. Help! Uh -huh. I'm a celebrity. Give me a not that was right. Help! I'm in, I'm in a secret relationship. Yeah, help! help. <laughs> <laughs> you love that one. Uh, was <laughs> that was such a terrible show. The, the name was better than the show. Help! Um, it was a bad name. Um, also, y'all, uh, on so in pig royalty, is that on the five dollar, eight dollar tier? I eight dollar. So that's on the eight dollar. So where that jumps up is things that aren't are more uh, our eight dollar tier. First of all, you're going to get all of our They're longer series. Yes, um, you're going to get all of our free feed content. So this show right now, if you're listening on the eight dollar tier, you're you're going to get it commercial free. We don't. So you just yeah. get all because some people don't want to listen to commercials. You we also try. get our cringe tier. Which is yes. smothered. Extreme sisters. <laughs> Extreme sisters. And love you, after me, lockup. And my ex. Love after that's the I'm honestly, that's the that's the crown jewel of our cringe tier. That, that I think that's the best thing of our Patreon because it's one of the best shows I agree. on fucking television. So half the time Lalu, y'all, is better than fucking 90 Day. I, I will be I'm gonna say this. I am y'all know me. I <laughs> I'm pretty mm -hmm. honest about what I like to talk about. No, actually, that's true. You don't know me. I have a whole other life that you don't know. But you, you do know. You know me on the show. I'm going to be real with you when I want to cover something and when I don't. I never don't want to cover Lalu. Yeah. I am so excited to talk about that show. Yeah, it's so, so great. So you get that $8 tier, and you get everything else in the $5 tier a lot. So sometimes people in the $8 tier are getting like 11 shows a week. From us, maybe not that many, but no, you are getting just, a lot. We did eleven shows last week with Bling. Oh, Empire, with with or, selling, or the, OC, selling yeah. the OC. We did eleven yeah. shows, so um, that's on that. And then the fifteen dollars tier. Right now, the fifteen dollars tier is only available on Patreon. Supercast is changing. 
things to work it out. Video um, but issues. Yeah. It, yeah. But uh, Patreon is our $15 tier. So from that, you get the watch alongs, meaning we watch so that we cover classic episodes of 90 Day Fiance, but we watch. We watch we it like, for the first time. It's like our pillow batter talk. It's like us watching the show for the first time and reacting to it. And we if ended up just kind of you're watching now. You're watching our live. Sh- you're watching our uh, happily ever after show. When we're we're remote, but go. But you're watching Maddie in his house, and me in what looks like my QAnon bunker, and there's a yep. cardboard box behind me and a trash can. <laughs> but that is a but nice that is, trash can. Thank you. But you're combining two things because I was talking about the watch along is when we watch the old episodes as pillow talk. But this is called our intimate portrait. And intimate thank you portrait, for reading me. But you're right. Well, thank no, you. I just want to clear. And so I'm just want to tell you, you get two different types of video at the $15 tier. Yes. Also, if you're at the $15 tier just today, you get we send you an email once a month and you get our YouTube live and we do a whole YouTube live where you can interact with us. Talk you're, to us. you're in the inner circle. We do kind of announce stuff that we're doing. We usually announce we, it there. We did first. that today. We just did that today. Something that we're not going to announce till probably next week on the show. Right. So it's uh, it is a little bit inside of inside reality. Gaze I pulled America. my dick out today. No, he did not. <laughs> um, anyway, almost did almost did. So anyway, y'all, I think that's why not. Everybody's seen it. Most of the gay men in LA have seen it. <laughs> Uh, people have, people have, you know, we kind of want to get your feedback on this, by the way, people have asked us, uh, you know, we're on Patreon, we're on Supercast because people felt like Patreon wasn't, uh, wasn't as easy. Also, some people have come to us and let us know, like, I know there's other things like Apple subscriptions, things that we could be a part of. We're fine doing that. If you think that would be easier, let us know and we'll explore that. And we want to be kind of like Poodle's asshole. We want to be out there for as many people as possible. <laughs> Equal to opportunity. Equal opportunity. I and believe in it. spreading the love around. Yeah. Or and a couple else of I can viruses. Spread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, but that's also, it. no monkeypox because I've been vaccinated twice. You yeah. have. Yeah. I am twice vaccinated for monkey. You are. Yeah. All right. Your Get turn. Ready. I'm looking at you. Oh, Tampa. Okay. Yeah. Y'all, live show, live show, live shows. It's the Doublet Tour coming to a city near you on the East Coast if you, if you live in a big city. So, um, New York, Chicago, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, and Tamps. And Tamps. I need to make I did make the announcement about Tampa. Second show added. The very Take it, Joe. We are sold out of that first show. There's maybe like two or three tickets left. Um, if yeah. you, um, for people who, they number one, these will be two different shows. So if you want to come both nights, you are more than welcome to. Please. I promise you, if just know someone like me and, and this one too, but both of us want to make sure these shows are very different shows. Yes. And I'm actually... I accept any challenge of making a show different. And uh, so get ready. Get ready for more, more in that show, more costumes, more garbage. No, no, don't promise things. (laughs) Don't promise things you don't know anything about yet. I'm ordering four flamingos (sighs) from Amazon. Stop stop it. Hopefully they'll be there. (laughs) Oh, God. Amazon has these weird rules about live animals, but they, they tell me I can still get it. Especially if I go in from Nomaza. Tampa Sissies. Due to popular demand, we are adding a second show on October 15th. That's a Saturday. It's a Tamp's birthday show. That's right after our Friday show. 
Um, uh, and you guys, if you have a general ticket, in G- GA ticket to night one, you'll be able to have access to the pre-sale, which started today at noon. At noon. And that pre-sale will begin uh, today at noon. And then it, basically general admission tickets will start uh Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wednesday. Wednesday. And so you should have already received an email from the theater. Right. If you have a ticket to Friday night, a Friday show, you should have received an email at like 12 o'clock Eastern yeah. time today, an email. So and if yeah. you missed out on VIP for Friday, VIPs are now available for that. I would get them quickly. Also, you are more than welcome to go both nights because they are two different shows. As yeah. we said, different shows, same, same host. Different shows, same <laughs> Host, so if you don't have access, if you don't get a ticket, if you didn't get it an email, you didn't do a Friday night, and you're like, but I still want to go. There, I think there's still going to be VIPs there should be, available. There should be VIPs. I would get them sooner but I would buy than them later. Tomorrow, Wednesday at twelve o'clock Eastern time. Check our Instagram or our TikTok for our Linktree link because that is where the link to buy that show again. Will be. Our Linktree link in our Instagram or TikTok. Don't contact us saying, how can I buy tickets? You know why? Because Poodle's going to be dicked down somewhere <laughs> in an alley, and I'm going to be at a meditation retreat, so you you're go. shit out of luck. There you go. Okay, yeah. so just be, we'll obviously. Watch our Instagram. That's what I was going to say. The best ways to watch our Instagram or our TikTok, actually. Yeah. Uh, we'll make a post there, and then you can go to our link tree link, and that's where you can get all that information. So, anyway. I think that's it. We had some other announcements, but we're set. we're trying to split announcements up in part one and part two because some of you don't like when we talk. We're stuck in twenty minutes with announcements, <laughs> like it's your show. But sure, we just have to tell y'all things sometimes. I, I know know this. I I know we 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 sometimes the announcements go a long time. It's a necessary evil. Uh, we have to get out stuff. But actually, yeah. it's not even an evil. It's a necessary good. Oh. oh. Oh, that's a terrible tongue pop. That was terrible. That was that's terrible. Better. Okay. Shall we? Is it? Let's jump into Libby and Andre. Okay. Oh, we're I doing Libby and Andre first. Oh, you're right. Never was Bilal and We Shida. can do Libby and Andre first. <laughs> no, you're right. It, we, we said we were going to do Bilal and Shida first. Well, whatever. I don't care. They're all the same. No, I'm going to go back on my word. Bilal and Shida. <sighs> all right. Let's just, yeah, it's good just to get them done with because we just saw them. We didn't want to see I them again, but we'll hear seen snow, all the same I know. Snow is so beautiful, she's so beautiful like my love is. That's from House of Flowers, a very obscure Broadway show with a book by <sighs> Truman Capote. You would only know it if you'd heard Audrey McDonald's album when she recorded it. But that's all I could think of in this scene is when Shida had never seen snow. And I thought, I never have seen snow. Gay. 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 Is it a good show? No. Oh. <laughs> really good score, though. Like, A Sleepin' Bee is from it. Um, there's a couple of other songs from it. that It's got a ridiculous pot, plot, but it's Truman Capote. Um, I think it's Harold Arlen, I think, wrote the music, if I'm not mistaken. All right, there you go. Shit you didn't a, need to know about, A y'all. little Broadway corner, a little useless information. Y'all, useless information. A little arcana for you today. <laughs> so Bilal and Shida are playing in the snow, y'all. She, it's her first time in the snow. It is she never just, has seen snow. 
it's yeah, we got that. Um, it's uh, it is nice to see that Shad is like that she's eating the snow. Although, in when she's eating the snow, I went, Bilal said, eat it, and I was like, don't do it. He peed in it. Like, I just am worried. <laughs> I just feel like he's gonna punk her at any fucking moment. I still say it was a complete misfire that there wasn't a third prank. There was, uh, oh, so that third prank is coming. You you forgot we did this on part one for part two for each couple we're gonna give a thirty second rundown oh, of what, is it what my happened turn? before and it's your turn which this is gonna be hard for Bilal and Shadi because oh, a hard. lot it's of a little hard. shit happened. All right. oh, hold shit. on hold on hold on okay here we Let go me get, hold on Thir- I gotta get my timer thirty second out. recap of their past if okay, you don't watch the on show. your mark get set go okay so Shida and Bilal met on an app and. She thought he was he was great. Like she's thirty seven, so he's like look, make like a really good baby daddy. He went down to Trinidad and Tobago to see her. They completely gave her him the full treatment. Blah blah blah. They came they came to the U.S. He pranked her and said, "This is the house that I live in, but it's actually a dilapidated house. But I was raised in it." But and then he pranked her again because he said, "Here is the uh, here is." The, the place that I actually live in, and it's a really nice house. Okay, that wasn't long enough. I just want to say this. <laughs> then he told her, you got to sign a pernerp. Pernerp. They finally agreed on it, and they got married. And Shahida, his ex, is a complete and utter beast <laughs> to her. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's terrible. She's terrible. Yeah. Basically, all you need to know, Bilal, his He's ex-wife. He's a gaslighting sociopath. Yeah, his ex-wife. His his sister, his mother. They're all awful. They're all awful. And they're yeah. all there to make Shida feel like shit about herself. It is a family of monsters. And family of monsters. Shida is kind of a star because she's great on she's she shows she's very outspoken and she's going to have a problem at every move. Now, both of these people, this is why they're together. Both of these people thrive with drama. Yes. And it's why they're they have both chosen this. So even though we're a little worried about Shida and if he like on the tell all, it was just so scary when he just stared into the camera and she was starting to cry. And you can tell he has no concern for her feelings at all. But this is what she's chosen. It's not even like no concern. It's just like I mean, yes, no, but it's also it's like he's just not even aware. It's like yeah. Oh, he's yeah. he's aware. Is he? What are you what doing? This? Oh, this thing's about to fall off my desk. This book was about to fall on my head. Stop messing with shit. Why do you want it to fall on my head? Nothing's anyway. It's fall on your head. Okay, so thank you for that recap, Poots. So she makes a snow angel. She's in America. They're Woo! seven weeks married, by the way. Seven weeks married. They're going to a barbecue restaurant. This place looks good. Now... Of course, we're in Kansas City, known for its barbecue. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we we are we we immediately uh, get into fighting about that. But before we start there, we need to play a little game, oh. and that is what is Bilal wearing? What is he wearing, folks? Is it uh, a little lightning we, round that we're going to play? Little lightning round. Little lightning round. All right. Um, do I go first? Or, sure. Or, actually, let's do, let's do uh, odds and evens. What's that mean? 
like you choose. Oh wait, we never. With, let's do thumb. Let's do um. Let's do uh, let's do rock paper scissors. All right, ready. For who goes first? All, All right. right, if you're watching, this is, it's my portrait. Okay, this, this is the first like weird podcast rock paper scissors we've done. Here we go. It is. One, one, two, two three, three. <laughs> he flipped me off. If you can't see it, <laughs> then you're going first. You bitch. oh shit! I was gonna tell you to go first. Nope. Nope. Okay, here we go. What is Bilal wearing? A dead Fozzie bear. Oh, that was close. Oh. Yes. Um, I what said is Bilal wearing? He is wearing he is the back half of the horse's ass and the front at, front half ran away. What is Bilal wearing? Uh he's wearing an old an old bear that he found at that cabin that he was gonna kill Shida in, but he changed his plan, so he's gonna kill her another day. Yes. What is Bilal wearing? Uh, he murdered Snuffleupagus and is wearing his skin. <laughs> what is Bilal wearing? A merkin for an elephant. Oh! <laughs> uh, he is wearing, uh, for their six-month, six-week anniversary, he bought Shada a bear, uh, a, big, a big teddy bear, and then skinned it alive in front of her and sewed it into a coat. No, that's actually what happened. That's actually I'm, what happened. That's what. Y'all, that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love lightning rounds. Oh boy. Oh boy. No, I that's what it is. It's y'all. If you don't watch the show, it's this weird, oddly upholstered. It's it's probably some bougie piece of clothing that's super expensive and it says how rich I am. It looks ridiculous. (laughs) It just looks stupid. It looks like fucking what Lisa's Prada shoes on selling the OC. Yeah, but Mama Lisa Lyon. Yeah, it looks awful. It looks terrible. Uh, It looks terrible. But strangely enough, that's not the worst thing in this scene. No, Uh, (laughs) no, no, not at all. He, uh... He's Shida. Shida. The thing about it is, it's not just Bilal here. Shida also has her little things. Like Shida won't eat beef that's all the way cooked because she needs mm-hmm. it needs it like black. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I'm adapting to his OCD, and she also doesn't like her iced tea, so she's also extremely particular. And it is in a way they are similar in a lot of ways. They are they have their peculiarities, and both of them thrive on it. And she, in a way, she needs to have this constant fight in a relationship. This is yes. she needs the drama. So, uh, but as Bilal says, um, she has this infatuation. Oh, he just leaving that. that there. He did this say that. This infatuation. Oh, my God. He did say that. We've got a new word, y'all. We've got a new word here at Reality I'm just Gaze. infatuated In- uh, with, with this scene. Uh, welcome to the seventh annual Kansas City Spelling Bee uh, Poodle. Little Poodle. <laughs> your word, your word yeah. is uh, infatuation. Can you use it in a sentence, please, ma'am? <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, Bilal was so infatuated with Shida, he chose not to kill her that day. 
Ooh, good one. I-N-F-A-C-T-U-A-T-E-D. Infactuated. <laughs> you got it. Yay! 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 And damn, but I'm out from the third round because one of the kids spelled. I'm sorry. Spelling bees for oh, children no. are a racket. Oh, I no. always did oh. really well until there was some kid who spent a whole year studying and got some word like syzygy. And no one knows how to spell syzygy. Yeah, yeah, we do. Spell it. Okay, syzygy. Syzygy. You can't look it up. <laughs> My computer's so gay, it just pulled up the word sissy. You would be so... How, how'd you do it, spelling bees? I'm sure you were... Oh, I never entered them. <laughs> I never entered them. What is the definition of infatuation? I think it has something to do with you paralyze someone with lots of facts. You infatuate them. Ah, oh, infatu... Okay, I like that. I like that. Y'all, so, long and the short of it, Bilal was trying to say infatuation, but he said infatuation. He did. <laughs> he did. And I will use any opportunity to take <sighs> Bilal down that I possibly can. You can. Um, so Shida doesn't like dirty tongues. Uh-uh. So she's obsessed about tongues. Uh, we find that out. It's just like Shida has like the quirky things, but then Bilal's always is deeper. So they start talking about the ex. And Shida goes Shahida. into this. Uh, what? Shahida. Well, no. They, oh, his ex names is Shahida. Oh, but you I was know about, when I when I see when I see my ex Shida. Oh, I mean Shahida. I mean, that's a bad mistake. But also, like my dad was married to Bonnie, and then he married a Brenda for his second wife. But he was married to Bonnie for twenty four years. So bless her heart, she, uh, she got called Bonnie a lot. No, that's not a mistake you make. Honestly. I know it's okay for you and your ilk to make word mistakes. It's not okay to call Shida by a different name. Well, it's not okay, but I mean, it's an honest mistake, I guess. That's really what I want to say. It's not okay, but it, I, it, I don't think that was, I don't yeah. think that was probably on purpose, I think. But it does, no, it's not even on purpose. It just shows lack of concern. Well, yes, 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 yeah. I and I should can, say, yeah. not necessarily lack of concern, lack of care. Yeah, especially well, especially with, with what they're talking about, right? So, no, but I just want to say though that uh, I I don't like because Bilal kind of acts like he wants them to get along and move on, but but Shida falls into this too because she does the whole thing like women women are from Venus, men are from Mars. That fucking book, Ashes, um, Ashes lecture. Yes, exactly. Ash's fucking lecture. And so anyway, it she's kind of going into this way, this way of talking. So you already know, like, fuck, he already is going to like use they're going to use this kind of like gendering of the problem, which is it's bullshit. His ex-wife is shitty to her. And he's like, who doesn't want peace? Who doesn't want peace? And And the thing is here, you guys. You agree with your current wife. Stop. Full stop. I think let, we can talk about this more. Let's talk about their company. I agree with you too, but just add, let's talk about the, even on the way to go meet her. Like I best line of the show when, when Shida says, 
I am not the second wife. I am the wife. I am the wife. I went, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And she said, but the thing is, what we see in the car is Bilal. I don't understand why can't Bilal just say, because he says, you know, she's the mother of my kids. I let her know. I let Shida know that my kids are my priority. Can't your kids still be your number one priority, but you don't have to side? No, I'll I'll tell you why. You can't hold her responsible for her shitty behavior? I'll tell you why. Because he always needs to make her feel second place. Because then she'll be under his thumb. I I think actually Bilal... It's awful. I think Bilal wants the women to be pitted against She does. He does. Because then they're not going to be focusing on his shitty behavior. He's going to be able to control the situation. He has this joke. He's like, yeah, I dated a whole Rolodex of people named Shahida. That was a joke. Now, that's the, that is the analog of dry humor. That's the analog of, uh, of who was it? Uh, Jeb Bush saying, please clap. (laughs) That's, that's that analog. It is. This was a joke. It's, and, but then hear that. He, hear that. Uh, but then he gives her this. He says, "Do you want to hold on to it? Or think, what does being a wanna... Muslim mean? Oh, Muslim thing to ah! do." God, he talks to her. I like would have scratched his face off if someone ever talked like that to me and talked down to me. You know, what does being you're a Muslim, right? What does being Muslim mean to you? I'm telling you, I. the thing is, nothing pisses me off. Nothing makes me more crazy than someone saying, someone doing this kind of false sense of teaching or false sense of reminding me about something through like I'm a, like I'm a four-year-old. Yeah. And that's what he does. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. He's completely it, unempathetic to anything she felt with Shahida as well. He just needs to val... I think he... Even if he just fucking validated something that she was saying, when she's talking about and saying, yeah, that wasn't great. But then Shida, what I love is that she looks at him and she says, but by the end of the day, you have to deal with her, not me. She's like, if things don't go well, that's your problem, not mine. And then Bilal just says, well, that sounds like a supportive wife. Oh, and I was like, no, she's fucking right. This is your problem to deal with. Fucking tough. And honestly, Shida doesn't even need to be at this conversation. No, absolutely not. He should go and talk to his ex-wife by his fucking self. The best thing that could happen here is they would find Bilal with like 20 stab wounds in his body. (laughs) And I would celebrate. All right, everybody, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to go to commercials. Y'all, y'all all know you want it. Y'all all know you want to see it on like forensic files or some oh, shit. God. <laughs> all right, y'all, we'll be back after the commercial. I am not liable. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Simple. 
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Welcome to my new crib. (laughs) 
I he grew up watching MTV, so he did. Yeah, I like I old, missed them. Wow! Like I saw them on screen, and I smiled, and I was excited to see them. I missed thinking about him sexually. That too. Did you notice when he was playing tennis, they just focused a shot on his ass? Oh, they know he's the complete beefcake oh. of of everybody. They, We're going to get some shirtless Andre this season, y'all, because they know that you moms at home. He's also uh, been on his weight loss journey. He's he's lost a bunch of weight. Now in real life? or Yeah. I think he's he's got a little bit of a stomach here, but he looks good. You know I like a little soft in the middle. Oof. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Oof. Oof. So, y'all, living Andre, Oof. this is happily ever after three, four, five, six, seven for them. So this is like their fifth, their fifth time, I believe. I, I'm kind of surprised that – I'm just kind of surprised they haven't – why, to me – I guess maybe, but I don't surprise they don't have their own spinoff at this point. I'm sure they've tried, um, but I don't know if there's enough. You'd have to get the all the whole butthole brigade in with it too. Yeah, that's true. And I think they're too much of wild cards, and they want more money. So I think that's the problem. Ah, that is a problem. Yeah, and they're not um, as entertaining no. as. Chantel's mom or Pedro and uh, Pedro's horrible mother and sister. No, so. that's true. That's true. Um, anyway, y'all, Eleanor is cute. She's so cute. And she's playing tennis. And they're, y'all, they're four years married. I, they are four years married. I love that Andre just can't let his t- kid play tennis. Just like let her have fun. He's already you have telling to be her, the best. You're going to be tennis pro when you get through. <laughs> You'll be like Maria Sharapova, but better. <laughs> I'm like, going just- to destroy Monica Sellis. <laughs> Please, just let your child play tennis. At one point in their confessionals, uh, Libby, who we, we said before on the first episode, she looks the best she ever has. She does look um, very good, yeah. I think she may have stopped. There's something else with her. Maybe it's her uh, makeup, but also there's something she's stopped doing with either like ultra contouring her face or something like that. It's like her face is more settled to where it normally is. Yeah. Yeah. She just, she, yeah, she looks good. So, yeah. okay. I love it. And there's y'all, we've said this about them. Like at one point where he's talking and he looks at her and she says, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. You're just sexy. Like you're they're just both sexy. so attracted one so they're gonna fight a lot you guys but just know yeah. they fight a they lot fuck. and then they immediately go fuck it out did you see when he just like starts slapping her thigh like and i was like spank me daddy <laughs> that's where i went you've what? got you gotta have sex tonight <laughs> it's been a problem it's been distracting I'm, the entire show you haven't I'm been okay able to focus. with a little light spanking but little. don't let it leave don't let it leave a mark Oh, um. please, please, <laughs> please. I've seen the hand marks on your thighs. <laughs> so they, uh, the, do we want to do, I did just did the one oh, for Bilal and Shida. Are you, oh, I, I can do this one pretty quickly, but unless you want to do this one. One, uh, one of us does Jovi and Yara. I'll do Jovi and Yara though next. So okay, if you want to do. Fine. Okay, fine. 30 right. minute, 
30, 30 second uh, synopsis of Andre and Libby. This is there's a lot here, but you can skip there's over a lot. a lot. We'll try it a lot. Okay. And go. They met on a bank trip when he was in Ireland and she was in Ireland. So then they decided to get married and come back here. Uh, her family hated him from the beginning and said it wasn't anything to do with him being a foreigner at all. But they were lying. It totally was. It totally was. Then they, then they decided that the only way they could make money is to get Andre into the family business, which sent everyone into turmoil, including the butthole begray. That's his sisters who show their assholes Love on OnlyFans. Only yeah. and, so, and then there's her brother, Charlie, who surprisingly has a big dick that we're really worried because he's on OnlyFans too. But he's struggled with alcoholism and the whole time hates Charlie and just or hates Andre and just wants to fight him. They had a, uh, that is a lot. Oh my it's God. a lot. I, I, I was going to say so it's a much. lot for 30 seconds. I got through a lot of that. That was most of the, there's a couple of things that people miss, but surprisingly, not a lot of it. It's about Andre and Libby. It's about her fucking Mostly family. The family Libby. Yeah. Yes. A yes, lot of, do. a lot of Jen, Becky, those are the sisters who are mostly on it. Um, and their hatred of Andre, especially his, his trying last season, he got into the real estate market and Becky is involved in real estate and they think any anything that Libby does that is that they have a problem with is definitely because Andre forced her to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, because they can blame him. They can't blame her. And here's P.S. They still are really fucking jealous of her because she's Chuck's favorite. Chuck. Chuck. Ch That's, she's that Chuck's is favorite. the patriarch of the family. And he's also they all I don't think they do anymore, but we just watched the first season uh, that they were on 90 day fiance. That was our last classless. We're yeah. on to Hay now, but um, they, when they first met him, you could tell they both kind of wanted to fuck him because oh, both of them so want to fuck him. So, and that, the only thing I didn't have time to mention, which I think is important um, in the first kind of get go is that, um, Oh shit. It just flew out of my head, but they met Andre. Um, oh, Libby to Libby's fault, Libby tells her family too much and complains about Andre yes. too much. And one of the things Lizzie, Libby complained about from the beginning was that Andre, or not complained about, she said she was fine with just accepting his culture, that he is the man of the house, the man is the head of the house. And she said, I'm fine with that. We make decisions together. It's the way he... He is kind of a, a just a take charge man, and that drove her sisters fucking and crazy. Strangely, we've seen less and less of that Andre the longer that we've lived in America. But it, I bring that up because they're trying to bring that plot point kind of up again they, in this. They season. are, and without a lot of evidence. Strangely, agree, agree. Yeah, agree. So that's what's weird. Yeah, and. They so the other thing you need to know, y'all, is Chuck, the matriarch or patriarch, Chuck, basically is this giant sow, and all the children are like <sighs> sucking at his teats. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he he owns lots of properties, um, which we've heard from many people are not run well at all. Not run well. They're slumlords. We've heard. We've heard um, he is. So they are y'all. They have a new house, which is so cool. Andre is a homeowner. Yes, another part of the American dream. They say, and Chuck, Chuck basically, Chuck. Chuck took me under his wing and he he mentored me, and and then Chuck says, "So you have this house. You need to get ready for a little bit of jealousy. A little bit. Oh. Remember, y'all, 
Libby's the baby and will always be her father's favorite. The sisters, there's one part of the sisters that always hates her for this. Oh, yeah. And so we're we're going to see all she's that. She's the baby girl. Yeah. She's the baby girl. Now, this is the big the, the big thing last Happily Ever After season was the barbecue fight where Charlie just comes in swinging. That is their brother who does almost – we even said this before. It wasn't a big deal, but – or it wasn't put forth as reality, but we said Charlie definitely has a problem with alcohol. Well, no, he was drunk at this, but even more importantly, he was completely blitzed at the tell-all. He was blitzed at the tell-all, and that was that was the the impetus for Beck, both Becky and Jen to say, and and Libby and Andre, and say we're cutting we're cutting Charlie out of our life until Which, he gets control of his drinking. That's huge. I, 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 I was in disbelief. That's, I will say that is a step in the right direction. That's a roll. It's a step in the right direction. Direction. It's, it's a step in the right direction for this family who is completely in dysfunction to kind of getting back a little healthier than they used to. Well, you see too where that a lot of that happens is because both parents both parents are huge enablers to their children. Yeah. They, I think they, they grew up, their parents are like our parents' generations and not all, some are like this, some are not, but I think they're parents of either they didn't have a lot as kids or maybe they did. I no, think Chuck, more probably, Chuck has been upfront with, he did not have a lot. Yeah. So I think Chuck was kind of this, my dad was like this of, he grew up very poor and wanted to make sure his children had everything and never yeah. wanted for anything. And that's great. But there's a difference of meeting your children's needs and then giving your children everything and I think and not giving them boundaries or structure and enabling right. them. Ironically, they're, they're all spoiled in their own way. But when it comes to this, it's fascinating how the three sisters are finding uh, – y'all, this is a checkoff play. This was the first draft. Their this story. is the first draft of three sisters. <laughs> yeah, Set in Florida. That is such a thing I would say. <laughs> But so, but the th- you're right though. <laughs> the three sisters ha- are. It's this weird thing where they realize, oh, for us to be to have any type of relationship, we actually have to set a boundary. And yet, they're. It seems like Chuck finally has. We don't know, but the no, mother he, he is cut, not at all. He cut Charlie out of the family business. Oh, he. Oh yeah, he did. So Chuck is too, but the mom, the mom is not at all. No, it's it's fast. It, I actually really am glad they're seeing this storyline because the mom. Y'all, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the mom has been on this show the least. It's mostly Chuck because they the mom the mom is divorced from Chuck and has another husband. But yeah. know know that the mom is on social media, always conveniently saying anti gay things. Yeah, and which li- and thankfully Libby said. Yeah, I don't agree with this. Stop saying this. Stop spreading hate. And good for you, Libby. We she we, totally we, we appreciate this. We do appreciate yeah. that. Um, so anyway, that's so I look, but before we get to this conversation, first happens, I'm all about Libby having a singing career. And I think Me it's too. I think it's wonderful. I'll and teach I am you. Shocked. Yeah, Libby, if you're listening, we've got one of the best voice teachers right here in Los Angeles. Oh, thank you. I don't take any new clients though. What? No, I'm talking $500 about, an hour. I was talking about Sheila who teaches down on Wilshire. 
Thanks. She's great. No, seriously, Libby, we're going to be in Tampa. Maybe they could, maybe you could go do a, a voice lesson. Do a house call. Uh, Andre needs to be shirtless. And Poodle will do it for free, Libs, as long as I can drink. No, payment, payment is Andre. <laughs> for an hour, anything goes. <laughs> you know what? I only need 30 minutes, though. Let's be That's honest. Me. You would take five minutes with Andre. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it needs to be... Anything goes. Wow. That's what they called me in college. <laughs> there goes anything goes. Still wearing her tap shoes. <laughs> oh, boy. So, but I love how, I know Libby keeps saying, Andre's so passionate about it. And I wanted to kind of say, Libby, this person wants to build a studio for you and support you. Like, let him be fucking passionate about it. I yeah. don't get it. I don't know why the sisters, well, the sisters are like, something's weird there. And uh, and basically, Chuck is basically saying, well, I don't know what she's doing. Hopefully, it'll still work for me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm all about Libby saying, you know, I've done everything else. I tried being an actress for a while because she was. And and she's trying all these other things. And she finally says, why not? Why can't I follow my passion? There's also nothing wrong, you guys, because Jen asked them later at this meeting. She's like, to what end are you doing this? It is completely okay for you to do something because you love to do it. There, you don't there, have yes. to have an end. If There's you want no to ending. paint, if you want to paint whenever you want to, and your husband or partner is saying, So what are you going to do with this? Say, This makes me fucking happy. And it is okay to completely say, I'm taking singing lessons and I'm and I'm having a great time doing it. And if someone is bothering you, you're like, well, why are you taking lessons? What are you going to do with it? Doing this makes me happy, and this is self-fucking-care, so get off my fucking dick. I agree. It's, um... <laughs> I just, I, I hate hearing that. Like, to what end? It is, what is, I forget, was it the, was it they wrote that book, The Vortex, but it's that self-help person that says, people ask me, a lot of people do TikToks with these. She has this kind of, like, Boston or voice. She just says like, people ask me, why do you want to do this? And I say, because it gives me joy. And then they say, well, if it gives you joy, what else is it going to do? She said, it makes me have a happier life. And she kind of keeps answering all right. these questions with just the fact that something gives us joy and contentment. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. And so good, good for lib. Good for lib. Good for lib. But they're going to do a studio. Unless she gets pregnant, then they're going to turn into a nursery. And y'all, now, spoiler alert, we already kind of know the end they of are, this. They're having a boy. They're they having already, a boy. A fucking so probably, because of course they did. As soon as they have a boy, all of Libby's dreams are going to go out the window. And, and Andre's going to say, I have an heir for my empire now. Ain't no singing but lullabies. Yep. Honestly. <laughs> let's be. Sorry, Lib. This ain't going nowhere. Because you got to have a baby. He was just blabbing all this. I guarantee you they were already, when they told Chuck this, because Andre can't keep a secret to save his life. They're pregnant? No, either that or they were trying. I guarantee you as well. Yeah, I bet they were already trying. So Will we see her get pregnant on this season? When was? I don't know. I don't know. Because. Probably. I think they film. They're yeah. whores. They, they will love to put anything on the camera. I would put that on. Hell. I wonder if so, it's going to be as exciting as Puppy and Amber's pregnancy on Lalu. <laughs> you mean sitting on a bare toilet in a 7-Eleven 
<laughs> when Y'all. you found your pregnancy test underneath a Denty Moore beep stew. <laughs> so good. This show is so good. Oh, oh so good. Uh, anyway, so y'all, it's they have a little lunch with Becky and Jen and the mom. I always forget the mom's name. I just eh. don't like her. So uh, yeah. But the one with the, the thing we need to know here is the mom's like, and I have a big birthday coming up. And what about Charlie? Who's not going to be? Can you do that for me? Just a little bit of time. And the the big thing here is, y'all, the sisters have set a boundary. No, they cannot do that for you. No. And Libby said, said my mom's in denial. Health. Yes. Libby, I love that Libby says my mom's in denial about this. And basically, it, it what I think, what I loved about, I do feel sorry. I feel sorry for any parent that their child is going through addiction because it is a horrible, horrible well, thing to witness. Until she starts shaming her daughters. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, even the shame, she's at this point, she is des. It's sad to no, me. No, she's bargaining. She, yeah. She's de- yeah. Yeah. She is desperate and just trying to get someone to uh, help out her brother because that's what she keeps saying. A lot of people say this. They say, well, you know, my family member's sick or they're dealing with alcohol, but they're my brother. They're my sister. I have to help them. Y'all, they're my mother. No, you don't. No, it's great if you can and it's great right. if it's help. But no. And so it's, I not thought if, this not was if a, it, not if it, not if it destroys your own mental health. Take care of yourself first. I know that's hard to hear, but otherwise, you you have nothing left for anybody else. And even when mom's like, I think was thinking maybe we could get a mediator or someone could come in and we can kind of throw everything on the table. And Becky said, she's like, then we can get in a common ground. And Becky looked at her mom and said, Mom, you're ignoring the problem. He yep. is the you one that has this problem. He's got to get the drinking under control, and then we will meet him. Jen, poor Jen is like, I love my brother, but there's no point in having this conversation until he gets his drinking under control. I cannot believe that I actually said, good for you, family Libby. I did too. I thought it was such a – I think people are going to see themselves in this family a lot. I'm 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 actually so happy about it. Yeah. And Um, honestly – I can't believe I'm saying this. Kudos to this family for choosing to talk about this on camera. Yes. Because they could, have, they could have not done this. They could have said, we're going to have another plot point and talk about something else. And this was like one of the best things I think that we could see on 90 Day Fiance. This is going back to docuseries style. It really is. Again, this is why I'm excited about for once this season of, hey, don't worry. I'm sure my, I'm sure it'll no. Get- It'll it'll last four episodes for me. But (laughs) this between the singing, this this family is going in a totally different direction that I did not expect. Yeah. Shall we move on to? Oh God, just go ahead. It's we're gonna talk about We're gonna have the big game. We're gonna go down to all the take her back. We're gonna land your char. I don't know anything you just said. Don't know y'all, it's Jovian and Yara. Uh, Yara, Yara's going out with girls. I don't like them at all because, like, these girls are saying all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Zydeco. Crawfish gumbo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it my turn to do the Joby Yara in 30 oh, seconds? Let, hold on. Oh, all this right. one will hopefully let's there's not too much. There's hold not on, too much. Me, uh and go. 
Joby and Yara. Joby's from Louisiana. Laura, Yara's from Ukraine. Joby met Yara on a on a kind of a travel app when he was going to Ukraine because he works for an oil company. He works under underground robotics, y'all. And like uh, us. They uh they hit it off. Joby looked like a Cristiano Ronaldo body, which I disagree with. Disagree. But she was really totally into him, and they got together. And they went to New Orleans. She didn't like all of his drinking and partying. But then they run it pregnant. She has a baby, Mila. She's gorgeous. Joby's family is Cajun, and they are wonderful. Uh, ooh, that was good. Yep. That's Mama good. Gwen. Mama Gwen, y'all, y'all and, know we're going to see her. We love and, her. And Joby's shitty. That that's the other thing to remember. Joby is your regular. South Louisiana misogynist asshole. I mean, it, but at least he's funny. He's funny. I like watching on TV. Is just getting my I, water. Say the word. Is he an asshole? Like he who like Ed or no, the way? No, Bilal. no, no. No, he's just an so asshole. We're, we're not. He's just kind of. But he's kind of like a. He's normal, not a predator like Ed is. He's just kind of like for me. It's like he's just kind of a jerk. But he's a lovable he's a jerk. jerk. He's an overgrown he, frat boy. Yes, but you don't mind being around him because I I would probably being around Joey. He probably would make me laugh. He would like he's no, charming. He's good people at a party. You don't want to be in a relationship with. Him. Yeah, yeah. Jovi, Jovi, Yara. I don't want you to go out with his girls, like especially Jovi. with a name like Symphony. Jovi, my tears look like pepperonis. Jovi, I just tired. <laughs> Jovi, why don't you understand? Uh, I scream laughed at garbage bags with pepperonis. <laughs> and the thing is, the way she said it was just so serious. But we're gonna get to that. We get. I this love person. her. She's I a fucking too. star. Do you like, I love Yara. Do you like how they started the show where she's just totally doing an ad for her makeup line? Oh, totally. What one thing we do need to mention here, guys, is that. Uh, what what do we need to mention the the issue the the issue with them has always been his party boy ways and he's gone for a while he's gone for like two or three months at a time she's a single mom comes back and he's off for like two or three months and then he comes back so there isn't any and he is raised if any of you know boys who are raised cajun or or otherwise from south louisiana it is a very patriarchal way. The men are allowed to be boys for as long as they possibly can. Yeah. And it is so Joby doesn't understand when anything that gets any pushback. He's like, well, I'm not going to be the babysitter for as long as possible. I mean, you know, it's that kind of he doesn't get it. He doesn't and, get it. No, uh, no. I was going to say one thing we need to say before all this is. We meet two women named Adele and Symphony. Symphony. Yes. Spelled C-Y-M-P-H-O-N-Y. (laughs) It's not good. We've had some... We need a council of naming in this country. That would have never made that would have never made the first cut for council of naming. No, never. Not not even no, 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 no. So the what we need to know is that one of my favorite things, we, I didn't say this in the in the thing, is that when they did meet, 
Joey's like, yeah, all the kind of girls from Ukraine, Ukraine are like, want to like, they want to like my, they want a phone, they're gonna meet me, and then they want like, uh, like you pay for my trip, and Yara like pay, she paid for the whole thing, and Yara's like, I pay for the first trip, and then you pay for the rest. That's an Olga Pudelskaya move. <laughs> she definitely, <laughs> she took a correspondence course. Olga Pudelskaya says, you make the first move. Yes. Then yes. they pay for. Then they get a taste, just like a drug dealer. The first taste is wow, free. wow, wow. That's that was that was dark. But yeah, I I don't. Joby did have abs. Cristiano Ronaldo, he no, was not. No, 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 no. I think she's sitting, and Joby's like, now got a beer belly. Ha ha ha. The thing um, is, we, they don't have problems. You guys, they're fine. That this is exclusively for Yara's makeup line. She wants to be an influencer. She's probably going to do it. I'm. Sti- I think it's. I, I'm be, enjoying watching it. I think it's going to be. They are. They're at least an entertaining couple because oh, anytime yeah. Yara's on the screen, she's funny. Joby's funny. Their daughter's cute. What could go wrong? Well, what makes Yara so funny is what she said. You know, is that. She just says what's on her mind. She does not yeah. have a filter. Some people get pissed off about that. It's kind of what at first we thought we thought we we kind of read her in our first season because we thought she was just kind of bitchy and rude. And yeah. then we realized what a child Joby was and that Yari was just getting sick and sick of it. And so she was just kind of done with the bullshit and not a bullshitter. Yeah. So that's but anyway, that's what makes her wonderful to watch. And also, I think this. Again, it's smart the way they're doing this because Yara looks the way she looks. She's beautiful. That can feel very unrelatable to a lot of people. However, I think a lot of women can relate to, A, we're going to talk about later, body changes, but also just not getting out of the house and not having friends. um, I I think postpartum life in general. uh, Yes, to feel human Postpartum life, uh, either being feeling like you're a single mom when you're not, even though you have a husband, but- feeling isolated and not not recognizing the body you're in because it's very different and also learning to have the body of a mom instead of your body before being a mom I, and learning I'm, to love it yes i gotta say for all you moms out there like yara that had a child in covid give yourself you. some fu- yes give yourself some fucking grace because a lot of those moms in covid they couldn't go to mommy's group. They couldn't go to a mommy's yeah. day out. They couldn't do all these socialize. They couldn't even socialize their baby with other babies. Like it was really fucking hard for all the friends that I know that had children during COVID. They've ate, they feel like they've aged 10 years. It was a lot. I believe it. So I think yeah. there's nothing wrong. Whereas Yara just wants to go have wine and Joby, like she called him out on it. She's like, that's Joby. That's not the same things you go and take it up in front of the strippers. And he's like, and, Oh yeah. And remember y'all stripper gate last time when he just still, he's like, Yara moved me all the way up like past new Orleans to strip clubs. So I can't get to the strippers. And she's like, maybe you can pay an animal to strip for you. <laughs> <laughs> y'all. And we should say like, if you don't, if you haven't watched, it's not like Joby's just going out and having some beers with the friends. No, y'all. He no, is like going, he's going to a strip club, getting trashed out of his mind and walking out of that strip club with just glitter all over his face from I, lap dances. I, I'm okay. When I say this, I am not defending men from South Louisiana, but that's the norm. I, no, I, that's I think why you're I, just saying that's the norm. That I, is, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, 
if you the people who think that Jovi is an is not is an exception, if you live in South Louisiana, he is the rule. I I I I lived in Baton Rouge for a while. I knew tons of Jovis. They're all like that. And uh, again, I'm not absolving him by any means, but know that he is not unique in any way. That's well, what all bring, of them do. Yeah, you bring up a good point that the you the U.S. is a huge. It's just I, I was talking to a friend who came um, who lives here now from um, from London, um, Georgie from Acast. Actually, we yeah. were, you know her. We were just oh, talking. she was a podcast movement. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. She said, hello, they asked about you. And I said, he's somewhere in an alley. I don't know. <laughs> and so, but she, she and, uh, and uh, Lizzie, another Brit that were there, were just talking, they were saying, good God, this country is so huge. And we're it's such a big expanse of land that I think it's, as Americans, we forget that we're such a big country that there are pockets in this country where men and women are treated very differently. And there's oh, different. Oh, yes. But I think a lot of people think, oh, it's kind of like, if they where it's somewhat like where I live, it is not. I think that so I love that you're talking about because I was in Oklahoma and I would not have known about this culture in Louisiana had you not talked about it. Well, it's kind of like when that's why it's so weird on Smothered when when Lauren's like, oh. we're not going to have alcohol at my baby shower. And, and, and Laura Lee's like, fuck, yes, we are. Because I that's never the went culture. To a, I never went to a single event like whether it was a 98 year old woman's birthday party or a bris or or a baptism that didn't have alcohol like yeah <laughs> it's 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 just it's un, unheard of and to and i said before these men are allowed to be boys for as long as possible yeah and that's hate it if you want but i'm just saying you, you just as an this observer is what Yara is up against this is what that's she's what up she's against. up against exactly yeah yeah. And, and strangely enough, Jovi, I'm sure, is a lot better than a lot of his friends. I'm but not, he was I'm not still such a dick to her when she left. Oh, he's, because she's so shitty. So he's, shitty. He's making her cry. And he he's like, he's saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying you don't need to make this a habit. She's like, Okay, I'll go babysit the baby. It's like fine. Go have fun with your friends. And like, Yara says, you know, she says, Jovi, right. you make me feel like a shit person. I just want to go out and have fun. She's crying. And Joby says what he always says. He he'll say Joey. This is what he does. He'll say something shitty. For this instance, he says, "Well, we're just going to stay here and have fun with Mila." And then he always has this line. He says, "You got to do what you got to do." Oh yeah, it's so passive aggressive. It's so yeah, fucking passive aggressive. No, that is the only way. He weirdly, Joby is slightly aware of what he's doing. Uh, unlike a lot of people, mm-hmm. but um, this, he, he has a couple of friends who have settled down, but it, especially he's from New Orleans. He's from right there. And you, the further you go out, more, a little bit more, more rural, but Joey's a really good example of every New Orleans boy I ever knew, especially from Means. <sighs> yeah. And anyway, I knew a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, we can't get into that. He does say, I feel like this was producer initiated, but he does say it is confessional. If it wasn't for Mila, we probably would have been divorced already. But I, that also could have been true. I believe it. I believe it. Part part of me believes it because I think he would have been upset. I think it would have imploded, and I think she would have left. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. She wouldn't have put up with it. 
Um, uh, so let's y'all just talk about it. It's time. She goes out to meet <laughs> Symphony. Symphony and Adele and Adele. Take it easy on me, baby. <laughs> But this Adele is hanging out of her dress. (laughs) Okay. Before we get in their conversation, I just want to ask this. Her friends think, y'all, I don't even know. Poodle and I have our own thoughts. I really want to know more from from y'all out there, like especially in the Patreon comments or in the Cisco. But is it normal for couples to track each other on their phone? Because I think it's about the intention, but I don't see anything wrong with tracking location. Like if, I, if you're in a long-term relationship, I wouldn't, I, I, I think it's fine to say I would not allow me to do it. Anyone to do it with me. Mm-hmm. I think it's now, about what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Well, one of the things I think is if I think for Jovi, I don't think that it was for a control issue. I think it was a safety issue because new Orleans is not safe. And, uh, that and also she has and also that that kind of southern culture of you have to protect the woman uh mm-hmm. that was there i i i can't speak i i just know this i would not let anyone track my location if, if someone asked me i would say um can i ask you to trust me and if they had another if they had to say it would be a safety issue and i i would have to think about it because i would like i don't go anywhere that's not safe um what what's um, for, for you saying for you saying it's that, okay why would you do it that's none of that is true i would love to track your location because sometimes we go <laughs> to a city and i don't know where you're gonna fucking be and if you're even gonna show up for the live show in time you're not tracking my location uh i'm I, not judging I, where you're going i just want to make sure you're not dead i am anti-location tracking but so, that's me I think you're, I think it's, I think obviously it's what you're comfortable with. I don't think there's a this way or that, but I am totally comfortable with it and fine with it. What does it do for you? Just out of curiosity. I think for me, it was, it's been helpful, like just traveling and stuff like that for, um, for, for my partner to see that like I'm home to see like when we were traveling around live shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, also it would just be like, if, uh, what's the difference of that in a text? It's just, it was just, it, that's true. But for me, it's just, it's almost instead of bothering someone, you see somebody's at work, you don't want to bother at work. You just see they're at work yeah. and it just, it's, it, it's a, it is a safety thing. That's just, it was nice to know where someone is. Um, it, for us, it was something that was like, you know, we did like, it was never, it was like a sweet thing for us to do. So um, yeah, it just never really was. It was never really something that, and I don't think, I don't even remember how it happened. It wasn't even like a big conversation. It was just kind of like a, I think one of us were traveling and that's just how it happened. Yeah, I get it. My thing, it would be a trust issue for me. Um, Yeah. Because, and also this is, maybe this is weird for me. Even if I'm part of a couple and I have done it before. There's some things you can keep to yourself. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So I don't ne- need someone seeing that I'm stopping at the hardware store. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And some people say I don't have any secrets. It's not that. It is I want to have the illusion at least of a life that's of independence. And if I feel like someone's always checking up on me, I don't have independence. 
Yeah, I get that. That's the way I, it feels see, to me. And I felt like I felt comforted that someone yeah, was was some yeah somebody was what, kind of looking out for me. But I, not one is right or wrong. I just think that, I can, no, yeah. I can see it. I can see it either way. But let us um, know, sissies, because let us know what you think. Anyway, think there are strong feelings on either side of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, also, hey, it might start out good. You never know. It starts out good. You're tracking the location, but then if they get their hair up their ass and do something later on down, they'll forget you're tracking them, and you can find their ass. <laughs> Okay. That's, that's the mar in me. That's Aunt Peggy. Um, all right. Uh, can we just talk about this dinner? Yes. Um, okay. They're with Symphony. She's with, she meets Symphony and Adele. They're two sentient blonde broomsticks. Yeah. They look uh, like, they, 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 <laughs> I felt like this was like another Stepford Wives reboot or something. Yeah. Um, Both of them had way too much lip filler. Yes. And weird. A weird, like, symphony. I think she's the one that talks about getting her boobs augmented. Um, Remember, uh, always go bigger, bigger. than you think. That's, but she, she actually said her biggest regret in life was yeah. not going a bigger. Not, I wish I had spent more time with my father. <laughs> I don't think it she was... knows who he is. Um <laughs> But she had on a dress, and it had like this weird strap in front. I didn't care for it. For someone that it was asymmetrical, boobs, it yeah. didn't make it didn't make the boobs look good. I didn't love it. Anyway, no. she had great hair though. They both had great hair. But <sighs> they they met at some kind of I don't dinner or something. I don't know. I think this feels produ- producer initiated to me. Oh honestly. no, I think they're friends. I really? think they're one hundred percent friends. I think they're friends. I think these are the type of friends that Yara would make. She w- Yara is the type of person. Look, Yara is not shallow. She actually, that when we first met her, we thought she was shallow. She's actually not, but she still can't. She, she can't help shallow herself. People. I, Yara wants to be the smartest person in the room. That's true. But when they start, when they start off by saying, uh, you know what? I'm going to stop you. Okay. <laughs> I think it's better that we just do this. All right. The way we should. Y'all, this is our first happily ever after reality gaze theater. <laughs> Can't sing because I'm not with him. For remote but go. That's too long. It's too long. Uh-uh. 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 No. I'm editing this out. I'm going to take it out. You asshole. We should have played Shania Twain. It's Shania Twain's birthday today. Oh, well. Great. I'm sure everyone knew that. Lover, the documentary on Netflix was good. So they were, we're at, let's call it the gold bar. Because I don't I'm know sure, what bar this yeah, is, but it looks just insufferable. It's tacky yeah. as fuck. Um, so they're at, they're all having a glass of wine. Uh, Poodle's going to be playing the role of who are you going to play? Symphony. What name was that again? Symphony. What? I'm sorry. What was the name? It's Symphony, also known as Phony to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be playing Adele and maybe a little bit of Yara, but let's be honest, it wasn't important what she no, said. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So and. Action. Hey, girl. How are you? Oh, oh my God. I'm so you. glad you got out of that lazy husband. Eh. Oh, thank you for meeting me. After meeting Jody. Oh, I'm just so tired. 
Yeah, girl. You had nine months of carrying that baby, and now it's nine months of... Now it's time to party and get those boobs done. Look at mine. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, we're ready to go. Let's have another drink. Hey, hey, you over here. Look at my tits. Look at my tits, guy. Look at my tits. He's not looking. We should take a girl's vacation. We should. That's something like married people do, right? They take girls' vacations. Oh, that'd be so wonderful. Juvie never takes me anywhere. You know what? I gotta what? tell you this. He's out of your league. He I mean, is, he's yeah. not even really attractive. No, he's really, really ugly. And I bet his dick is really gross. And like, but, you're oh, like well, we so put, hot. I mean, like, you if were we were if so we were hot. drunk, if we were drunk at night, oh, like I'd God. totally make out with you and like yes, twiddle your clip. Yes. Queen. Yes, I would film that. Do you want to start an OnlyFans? You are. I bet. Oh my god, be- we could totally. Oh start- my Let's god, start an OnlyFans. Hey. Adele, look at it on your phone. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking. Hey, hey, you. You want to see my tits? You want to tits? So y'all, y'all, how's your sex life? How's your sex yeah. life? Yeah. Are you getting you? Are you? You look so good. Eh, oh my are you god. Just, eh, riding that, riding that little small dick, girl. Just do it. Do my, it. Eh, my boobies eh. are, my boobies are, 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 are trash bags with pe- pepperoni. What? Oh, let's see them. Let's see your boobies. What? I want to see your no, boobies. No, Jovi, Jovi told me my boobs. He doesn't like them. But Adele, did you have twins? What was that like? Oh my god. Oh my god, my boobs! Like I just had plastic bags over my. I was leaking like a fountain, like that one. I once I didn't go to Italy because it was just too far to go. And I, I hear it's looked, overdone. My boyfriend day. broke up with me before we went, but it was like uh, all those fountains in Italy. I wanted to see just. Oh like my god, water! You, you've seen it. You've seen a fountain at the mall. You've seen it. Oh, yes, uh, yes, it is a lot like the ones at the Americana. Honey, you just get them done. You have the you mommy just, makeover, and look, yeah. like I have, I don't have a husband or children, but I know something about boobies because mine. My biggest regret is they weren't big enough, like that. And In life, I, oh my I, god, yeah, that, and sure. I never found my real father. And Ugh, that, and I should never have stripped for my real father. He he missed out on those tits, though. He really yeah. missed out on those tits. It was a time. It was a problem. Um, hey, I'm still here. You want to see our tits? Cheers to Tatas! And sing. <laughs> okay, these friends are awful. <laughs> these friends are, oh, we forgot to say, let me remind you of your pussy power. Yes! Uh, but I need to say, y'all, these friends you don't need friends who say your husband's you're out of your husband's league and he's not even attractive. I I thought I was Jovi and I saw this. I would not want her to hang around well, these friends because they I feel like they would encourage my wife to cheat on me. There's they're not helpful friends because no. helpful friends would say, you know, is there a way we could make we could we could we don't. Maybe you're, maybe he doesn't really respect you. you there's no reason you need to down. You would plant something in her ear about Joby doesn't. He's not worthy. Well, but not to defend them. I agree with you. But what's even grosser is that Joby has already planted it in her ear because mm-hmm. Joby fucking told her her boobs didn't her, look good. Her boobs didn't look nice as nice what? as they did before. And again, I want to slap Joby in the head. face and say, it, "Who was it? Someone just said this, and I quoted it on a show. I really loved it." 
I'm like, do we still have to have this conversation that we have to stop thinking about boobs as playthings for men, but they are the reason they are there is to help women feed their children if they I, choose to. I hate to. to say this. This was Emily's mom. <laughs> yes, that was it. It was Emily's fucking mom on the tell-all. Yeah. And the fact that but they, they can be, they can, we, we can set aside a time where they can be both. We can, we can. But if we're looking from a scientific, what they were intended for was right. to feed children. So, well, I could also say that the penis was intended to re only reproduce and pee out of. So, I don't want to not not to get on my high horse here, but <laughs> I'm going to walk that back. That logic, <laughs> I know. <laughs> walk that back. Just because you don't want to have a boobs as a sexual object doesn't mean we can't set both of them on. Well, no, that's seat. true. But, yeah. but I do think, but there is that, but it is M first moreover. No, no, I was going to say no man, but no one else should be giving their opinion about your body and your breast. I just, I just think what a shitty thing to do. Like if I had a wife and Y'all, breastfeeding's not easy. And if she did, if I watched my wife go through and do that for my child, she said she breastfed for like, what'd she say? Like 17 months. 17 months. And I watched my wife do that and make that sacrifice for our kid. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be anything but fucking grateful to my wife. No, it's, what it's a super, shitty it's thing super to do. shitty. What oh. you're, I'm not, I'm not defending him here, but the thing is, Jovi always leads with some type of weird radical honesty because he can't not stop himself. Yeah. So because, yeah, he's so stupid. I, when when she said that he said that I'm like, oh, that's awful. But of course he did. Of so course he did. Yeah, I wasn't I'm not, surprised. I'm not shocked by it. Um, but yeah. It's, anyway. Yeah. I, that's all I have to say about them. <sighs> Is that the show? I wonder if my biggest regret is not going to be going big enough. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to work that out in therapy. Mm -hmm. uh, Y'all better help. Use our code. Um, uh. Yeah. Better. Yeah. It's better help. All right, everybody. That is the show. I don't think I have anything else to say. You can go to our Instagram reality gaze podcast and you can go to our TikTok reality gaze. Both of those have our link tree links where you can find links to our live shows. You can also find us on Twitter, reality gaze pod Twitter. and Twitter and Facebook at Reality Gaze Podcast is our public page, or you can join our Sissy Squad, our private Facebook group for our fans. We have fun in there. We put in there. That's it, everybody. I'm still hopeful. It looks, uh, we're again, we're I'm, not covering I'm reserving it, comment until at least episode four. Yeah, it, it seems a little hopeful, but golly, the stuff with Angela looks you know, really these, horrible these and abusive couples, this these year. These five couples, I enjoyed. Yes, these, yeah, if they, I wish you could just stay like, the, well, Bilal and Shida, you Bilal enjoyed? Bilal and Shida, not so fast. So for these four couples we enjoyed. Yeah. All right. Every, well, you know what? That's half, more than half. Look at that. That's four right, out of five. That's a lot more than half. That's 80%. Um, I said that's more than half. Yeah. <laughs> I just someone said says it's more than half, that's like like 60%. Uh, <laughs> no, it's more than half. It's more than half. It could be 90%. It could be 62%. Okay. It's more than half. This is all just absurd. Please just end the show. All right, everybody. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you've just made a snow angel and you're getting up and your husband says, don't fuck it up. <laughs>
you can call us because you need help. Call someone. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 